Episode 73 with Tori Marsh. Tori is a spiritually aligned success coach and business mentor. And today we're discussing creativity and a tour for spiritual connection and growth. Tori, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thanks for having me, Amy. I'm really excited to talk to you. I'm really excited to talk to you. Now, I know you have lots to share, so let's start with you telling me more about how creativity can be used as a tool for spiritual connection. Oh, thanks. We're just going to kick it off with a big one. I like it. Dive straight in. Dive right in. So creativity as a tool and a concept is something that we're born with. We're all born with it. Just as we're all born with our connection to spirit, we're all born with our soul purpose, our reason for being, you know, it's, it's part of what, what our soul already knows when we come into our bodies. And it's like, like that creativity through our, teaching in our, our school and our life and our communities and families, it's often taught that it's something that we have to learn or something that we have to practice or something like drawing as a skill that we have to cultivate. And if you become good at drawing, then you're considered creative. But that's not what creativity is about. Creativity is actually problem solving and creativity is, it is divine inspiration moving through you. I mean, if you are going to talk about drawing, for example, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have this blank piece of paper and you have your vase of flowers that you're meant to draw the likeness on your paper and you're faced with this question, okay, how do I make this look like that? And yeah. what you're really doing, it's, it's like a perfect example of manifestation, actually. So you're saying, you know, I have this problem. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask for, how do I do that? How do I make this look like that? Or how do I get that thing over there, over here? And so you're asking for guidance and the guidance is going to come to you because you're asking and you're ready and you're, you're not blocking it because you expect that the guidance is going to come because it happens every time sit down and sometimes you might feel a bit blocked or it might be a challenge but you know the that it's always going to be there for you even if you have to wait a little bit or struggle a little bit um and then you know you start to draw and you know it's it's a skill that you have practiced but it's also there's something outside of you that's moving through you as this connection to the process to the creation to the making and the doing of this thing. And often in those moments, we, we get into something that people call flow, where you're not quite in your body, you're not quite in your mind, it's all happening, it feels really joyful, it feels like you're, you're really living your full expression, it's all happening, everything's perfect, it's working. I love flow. And, you know, that, that is the divine expression and creativity is a way that, that we all can use and connect to, to get into that. And it doesn't have to be drawing. It could be, you know, like maybe you've got all these towels and a disorganized linen closet and you don't know, like you have to reorganize it and put it away in a, in a way that's going to work and that's going to look good to you and that's going to be useful. And 
something that that's easy to manage and the door can still close that's creativity you know or maybe you have a spreadsheet that you have to make and you don't know how to organize all of these numbers and you don't know how to make the math all work out you can get into flow by doing that and it's it's not like you're a great dancer or sculptor or musician that's not the only way that you can connect to it it's like cooking dinner cleaning your house making breakfast organizing the kids backpacks you know it's it's in all of our everyday things that we do but we just don't think about it because it's something that we normally do every day and it's uh you know like a small moment of magic when you're like i don't know how i'm gonna get all of these books to fit in this backpack but you do i don't know how i'm gonna get all of these sandwiches made but you do you know it's mm -hmm. it's that these little divine miracles that we kind of take for granted because we don't think it's not going to happen so we're not really fighting it so much does okay. that make sense it does make sense i'm intrigued by this idea that creativity is an innate in all of us because one of the things that you said is it's like our sole purpose and what I immediately thought was but people really struggle to find their sole purpose sure and I know that creativity can be a struggle as well now, if it's innately in us how can we kind of tap into that creative well to experience that everyday magic this is a really beautiful question I love that we're only like a few minutes <laughs> so i'm really excited to find out where we'll be in like 30 minutes from now so take a breath mm -hmm. so this idea that it has to be hard this idea that it's easy for somebody else and not for me this idea that I don't know what my soul's purpose is, or I don't know how to use my creativity, or I'm not creative, or I'm, I'm not something. Mm -hmm. None of that's true. If you really did the work, took the time, got quiet, had the courage to sit down and really face yourself, like really, really sit down and get real with yourself, and it might take some meditation, it might take some candles and quiet and a journal and really dedicating the time to doing this. But if you really sit down and you have the bold courage to really listen to what's about to come out of you, your soul knows. Your soul has always known. And it's, it's just waiting to tell you, it's just waiting to be expressed, it's just waiting to do what it's here to do. And it's waiting for you to stop getting in the way and telling, telling yourself it's wrong or you have to be like everybody else or you have to wear the cool clothes or have the cool car or live in the cool neighborhood or whatever it is that we put on ourselves to blend in. That's not what your soul wants. Your soul wants the freedom, it wants the expression, it wants to live wild and free in in this like perfect creative expression because we are creators we're here to create things whether that's ideas that invent new solutions whether it's to create ways of helping other people to create families to create new systems to create ways to make the world better like we're here to create things and 
we're not taught that in school. We're not taught that by our parents. I mean, some people probably are and they're very lucky, but most people in this world are taught to fit in, not to go against what everybody else is doing, not to be too loud, not to be too showy, not to be too much or too funny or too beautiful or better than everybody else. But what your soul really wants is to really fully express who you are and nobody else is doing that because nobody else is you. So we're all kind of these mediocre versions of other people until we sit down and really do that work to get real with ourselves and remember who we are and let go. And it, it takes work. It's not simple like you can do this in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really having the courage to look inside of yourself and say, you know, what does light me up? What, when do I get into flow? When do I lose the time? When am I the happiest? What do people come to me for and compliment me on? Like, when am I feeling like I'm really being of high service to the world? And that's going to be a clue to what it is. But it's not probably what you've built yourself to be because the people in your life and your school system and the the whole educational system has taught you how to be a good producer of things for the community to i don't want to get too deep in the educational system but basically it was invented to create great factory workers and to create people who were compliant with the rules of the company and to pass the teachers tests and to to be you know, a good student and to be quiet and to be responsible and not really, you know, like you memorize books and then you pass tests and that determines like who's the smartest. It's not, we have to invent this new thing and nobody's invented it before. Who's going to come up with this new invention? You know, you're taught to learn things that have already been invented. People have already discovered and you're spreading these you know old ideas around Mm -hmm. so it's hard when people are finally like well I don't know my sole purpose or I'm just not creative because we're not taught to thrive in that part of ourselves we're not taught to be okay with it it's it's scary for a lot of people it feels dangerous maybe for our parents because they want us to be safe they want us to stay alive and our ego gets in the way because it also wants us to stay alive and to stay safe. And for, you know, most of history, it was safer to be part of the community. It was safer to blend in because you weren't going to get attacked by other things, mm-hmm. animals or tribes or whatever is out there. Sure. But we're not in that anymore. We're not, thankfully. It's yes. a whole new time. But it's interesting with education, because I think at school, one of the things that we are taught is that there's a very definite expectation, def- definition of what creativity is. So it is art class or drama class or dance class. And I think that so many tender young souls have their heart broken a little bit because their picture doesn't look like everyone else's. Sure. And they get judged. And I think that creates or can create kind of creativity scars as adults. So we just turn that bit off absolutely and also 
I think it's challenging because it's not considered intelligent. It's not what smart people do, or it's not like the lucrative career path that your teachers and parents and community wants you to go on. It's you're sold this idea that it's, you're going to be poor. You're not going to thrive. You're probably going to be depressed. Maybe you commit suicide. Like it's a dark, like from a very young age you're taught it's a dark path to go down, but it's, it's when a lot of us are the happiest in school and a lot of us are feeling the most expressed, even if we can't, do it in the way that the teacher thinks it's the best one. Because again, that's not really your soul's expression. You're just like, oh, I know that's what's going to get me the top mark. So I'll do that. That's not really what my soul wants, but it's what my teacher wants. So I'm a really good producer of top marks. Does that just mean <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, I do. I was just thinking that, but it's so tragic that that well of natural creativity and inspiration kind of gets watered down. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, you know, when we are in flow, whatever that looks like for us, and it could be painting or dancing or whatever, or cooking or whatever it is, it is natural, and we just we're just in there and enjoying it, and it's just fun. And yet we don't really value it often enough because, you know, we do have these ideas of the starving artist, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, Van Gogh cutting off his ears and wonderful things like that. They're that super fun and inspiring. inspiring. But so, I think they're also meant, yeah. us, meant to keep us down and to keep us quiet and to keep us to, you know, fit in and not rock the boat because it's, it shows us like, oh, that's a dangerous path to go down it's better to be smart. It's better to be responsible. It's better to be anything else, basically. Which is quite of ironic when you think that a lot of the people who amass lots of money, they invest in art. So there's a huge irony there. But why do you think that we, as a society, have seen creativity as dangerous? Ooh, that's a good one. Because it creates free thinkers, it creates rebels, it creates people who want to overthrow these, the systems. And that is dangerous for the people in power. Absolutely dangerous. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, if you can think for yourself, you might just disagree with those in power. I mean, you you probably would. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I mean, kind of joking here, but not really. You know, I mean, what would happen if people really thought for themselves and really could create the world in such a way that they, they felt happy and they felt satisfied and they felt connected and loved and appreciated you know we wouldn't need pharmaceuticals we wouldn't need all of these mind-numbing things we wouldn't be such great consumers we wouldn't be so easy to control i mean it would just totally destroy life as we know it basically yeah it would 
in a really good way, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you can see that I don't want to get like all patriarchy here, but like you can see that the people in power could be afraid of <laughs> wild women standing up who have different ideas about how the world should be and they're very compelling and they're easy to get behind because they make a lot more sense than than what we've been fed this whole time that's true and i don't think it's just those in power though i think a lot of people would find that scary well i don't mean power only like governmental power i i think i meant people the masses in general Mm -hmm. it's so different to what we've we've experienced what we know what feels safe because i think a big part of how we experience right life right now is we don't think for ourselves and we're almost on autopilot mm -hmm. and these kind of wild creative souls you know expressing their truth feels like it rocks the boat it absolutely does that's why it feels like it because the boat is rocking and uh you know, I think the internet has really changed things because it's easier to connect and find your people and to find other people who think like you out there and to inspire each other to step forward, to stand up, to reclaim these innate powers that, that we've always had all along, but maybe we did them in secret. Maybe you know, it was women's work that we kept back in the pantry out of, you know, the sight of, of everybody else. Maybe I think that people are comfortable and they don't, it's okay. It's very scary. There's a lot of fear. It's very mm -hmm. scary to open up to the unknown. The unknown is terrifying. That's true. And we don't know what's going to happen. Sorry, that was my doorbell. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what could happen. But if things stay the same, we're safe. We're fine. We're not dying, at least. Or at least, I mean, some people are. But the people who are thinking this way are yeah. thinking, I'm not dying. I have food. I'm doing okay. It might not be that great, but I'm not going to die today. I'm probably not going to die tomorrow. But if things change, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe I am going to die today. Maybe I am going to die tomorrow. So I'm going to hold tight to what's keeping me alive today. So creativity remains on lockdown. Absolutely. Or it remains in this like secret space where we don't notice it and we don't appreciate it and we don't it and we don't really talk about it or share it with other people and I would include in this the spiritual side of creativity okay. you know, there's really an uprising right now that's happening about people coming out of the spiritual closet and to share that they've you know like maybe they've been secretly reading tarot cards for the past 20 years or they love astrology but they don't talk about it at the water cooler at work or you know it's becoming more accepted more mainstream mm -hmm. it is to to acknowledge this but i don't think it's new i don't think it's just like a trend that has just started i think it's always been there 
just like your creativity, this interest in connection to spirit, but we're starting to talk about it and things are starting to change. And this is related to creativity in that it's something in all of us and it's a way to connect to that. It's another tool to use, but it's, it's not even like a tool that you have to take out your tool set. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. It's in how we go about our lives. You know, it's when you travel to a foreign city and everything's in a different language and you don't know how anything works, your creativity kicks in because you're like, I've got a whole new set of problems that I have to figure out. How exciting is this? I feel engaged. I feel alive. I have to figure all these things out. I'm going to eat flavors that I've never had before. I don't know how the light switch works. You know, like all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it sparks that aliveness in us that it's it's like pure magic but we don't talk about it in that way we don't appreciate it in that way we don't it's not like on the brochure you know what i mean mm -hmm. well i think we don't think of it as that way because mm -hmm. it sounds like a big part of curiosity and correct me if i'm wrong is about getting really curious sure and I think we tend to think of children as curious, but it's not something that adults generally think about. I'm sure we are curious, and we are naturally, human beings are curious, but we don't kind of spend time being curious or just being open. Isn't just, that sad? It is really sad, yeah. but we just put our heads down and kind of trudge along, I think, and keep going. Or, you know, like you'll buy a guidebook and be like, oh, this book has it all figured out for me. Yeah. So I'll just do these things or we over schedule ourselves. So we don't have to feel that feeling of uncertainty of, you know, I'm going to walk out of my hotel and I don't know what restaurant I'm going to eat at. I don't know what's around here. I don't know if it's dangerous. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think, you know, like it's, it's as easy as just taking a different path to work. You can do it in your hometown you know, just start using different, just by changing our habits, let's say, mm -hmm. it'll engage that same kind of creativity because suddenly you have to make different choices. You're faced with different possibilities and you can get curious even where you are without traveling outside of, of your home space. Or you could even just go to a bookstore and pick up some different books and open them and look inside. Definitely. I'm curious about the connection between creativity and kind of divine inspiration. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that, on that link? Sure. It's, it's exactly what we've been talking about. So coming back to the, the idea of spirit mm -hmm. and the idea that we are spiritual beings in physical bodies mm -hmm. and we are natural creators and we are beings who are here to enjoy life, enjoy the contrast, enjoy the happy and the sad, the good and the evil, the different flavors and experiences of life. And when we engage our creativity, and I'll include curiosity in that as well. That was a great, great point and, and word that you picked up on there. When we engage ourselves 
and this is engaging in participating in life. It's not even saying like, I'm going to do this creative thing so that I receive divine inspiration. It's going to be holy and magical and I've lit all the candles and I have my incense burning and I've done all the things. I'm wearing my whatever magical dress and this is the time. It can be any time, but it's simply changing our focus from being robots and just going about our day without really engaging in it, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of going through the motions, going through the things, the things we already do. We don't really have to make any new decisions. I drive the same way to work every day. I buy my bagel at the place. Then I get my coffee. Then I sit at my desk and it's all planned for you. There's going to be no surprises. But if we can start to twist it a little bit, then our soul is going to ignite. Our creativity is going to kick in. We're going to notice the world in a different way. Maybe there's going to be different sights or smells or sounds or textures, or maybe we pass things that we haven't noticed before, but we're going to notice them because now we're looking because it's new and it's fresh and it's, it's not something you can sleep through. And so that is the divine awake in you. That is spirit moving through you saying, this is what we're here for. We're here to experience the world. We're here to check out new things. We're in bodies for a reason, and that's to experience life. It's not just to sleep through it until we die and go back to being spirits again. We're here for all of the, the delicious difference. And that is our creativity because it's inspiring us. And maybe as you're noticing these new things, or maybe you, you taste something that you've never tasted before, it's going to influence maybe a dinner that you cook next week, or it's going to change you somehow because you're getting new information and that's going to add to your toolbox of what's possible for you, what you notice, what you look out for, what you're attracted to. And it maybe also helps you know what you like and you don't like more than you knew before. And so you're bringing that new information to all of the choices that you make forward. And as we talked about before, mm -hmm. that's creativity. It's decision-making. It's figuring things out. And if you're sleeping through life, you're not really flexing that muscle. You're not keeping it in top shape. You're not feeding it. You're not giving it new information. You're not giving it new stuff to work with you know it's not necessarily like a new set of paints but it is because it's going to give you new maybe new colors in your mind new flavors and textures and and things that are going to influence you moving forward mm -hmm. but that's not going to happen if you're just sleeping through it so it's a part of creativity then being really present in your life and in your experience I would say so. It's, it's in how we're seeing and experiencing life. It's about engagement. And that's activating this creative spark in you. It's, it's activating the, the light inside of you. It is, I can see that. And I just think it's, the more I think about it, the more sad I think it is. The more people... <laughs> Sorry to bum you out. No, no, <laughs> we can bring it around. We can bring it around. Well, we will bring it around. <laughs> we don't do this enough. 
Yeah. We're not present enough in our lives. We're not engaged in our own experience. And I think that's, that's really sad. I think it's changing. So I do think it's changing with spirituality becoming more mainstream and the rise of women's voices. I think perceptions and the no, what was normal is changing, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing and much needed. But yeah, I think... How, where can we start? If we think we're asleep at the wheel of life, how can we start to wake up into our creative expression? Well, I think it's, first of all, how I just described. That's going to be the easiest way. Like, take a different route to work or to the grocery store or to, to places that you go normally, go a different way so that you have new things influencing you. You know, it's about getting out of the usual structure, mm-hmm. which also could include, maybe it is taking an art class. Maybe it is going to a museum. Maybe it is taking a walk with your phone and you just start snapping pictures of things so that you're focused on looking instead of just getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's just about making just some slight new choices about how you move through your day. It doesn't have to be like you have to go on a silent retreat somewhere for a month. It's like you can start right now. You know, maybe it's like I have a glass of water right here. If I popped a lime inside, my world is going to change. I'm going to, you know, like it's going to be a new flavor and I'm going to have like a new focus on it. It's not just going to be water anymore. It's like, ooh, spa water. And then who knows what that opens up. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like, I need to go spend $1,000 at the art store. I need to either take some classes or hire a tutor or watch some YouTube videos or make a big production about it. It doesn't have to be like you need to take the mornings off for your creativity practice. It doesn't have to be so intense. It's simply about giving yourself the opportunities with intention of focusing differently, of seeing differently, of experiencing differently. And then if you want to break out the paints, by all means. But maybe, you know, do these things to get inspired first, to plug into the feeling of inspiration, to plug into the feeling of, you know, when I pop this lime in my water, maybe I'm thinking about a vacation I took or a trip to the spa. Or like now I'm thinking about where limes grow and what does it look like on the tree and how much sunlight does it need? Wow, that must be pretty. But I wouldn't be thinking about that if I hadn't put the lime in my water. I love that though. So it's, it's making kind of small, small changes. Sure. Nothing earth shattering or scary or massive that's going to kind of blow our mind. Just simple changes that we can make every day just to kind of open and see what happens. And with the intention to notice. Okay. You know, it's, it's about this curiosity like, well, what is going to happen if I put this lime in my water? Instead of just like, oh, lime in my water, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I do know what you mean. Because I do think that the whole idea of taking the art classes and the spending the thousand bucks on art supplies is where people get stuck. Because that in itself becomes more pressure. Well, and what's weird is that we're attracted to the art class because we want the teacher to tell us we're doing a great job. Or that it's okay, 
or that like because I signed up for this class, it's okay for me to be spending this time making something, which I wouldn't allow myself the time if I just stayed at home and made something because nobody is going to appreciate me for it or grade me for it or tell me I'm good or bad for it. So we're looking for validation of our creativity. I, I think that that is part of it, don't you? I do, I do. So maybe part of tapping into our creativity then is giving ourselves permission to be in that space. And that it's okay if it's only for us. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really huge. I really am. Tori, it's been amazing talking to you. I feel like we could continue this conversation forever because there's so many places we could go with creativity. Sure. I can just see how it weaves into everything. But thank you so much for your time today. Now that everyone's got to kind of got to know you and got to kind of hear more about your thoughts around creativity and divine inspiration and how we can really make creativity practical for ourselves, how can I stay in touch with you? Oh, great. I have a free Facebook group that they can join. It's called um, the Epic Rebellion. So mm -hmm. it's a space where you can be epic rebels and mm -hmm. express your creativity and your spirituality and your wild ideas in a supportive and um, freedom loving space. And I also have a 90 day course that's it's open right now. It's actually closing today. I think by the time this airs, mm -hmm. uh, but it, I'll still keep it open for you. Um, if the cart closes and you still want in, just shoot me an email and let me know you heard about this here and, and we can talk about it. It's called Warrior Priestess Queen. And we're gonna spend a month in each of these archetype energies so you can fully embody your warrior spirit, your priestess energy. So you really get into um, your, spirituality even if it is something new for you we're really gonna dig into it there so i think that might be good for the listeners of this program mm -hmm. and the queen energy so that you're really owning your life and you're standing for it and i would be happy to support you in making all of your dreams come true so i think the links will be here they will Okay, and we'll be in touch. I, I would love to continue the conversation with all of you. Thanks for this. You're so welcome, and thank you so much again, Tori, for your time today. So great to hang out with you today. If you love the show, please leave a review on iTunes if that really helps get this message into more ears. This is Amy Biondini. Live your truth, be yourself.